This is Saturday, October 16th. A few years ago, one of our pastors, James Drake, had a gym in the Gables called Iron Tribe. James invited me to be a part of the movement, and that really was what it was. I hadn't been a part of a gym in years, and what made Iron Tribe different was that you worked out together with others. There was an immense benefit from not working out alone. When you were struggling to finish a workout, others would be there cheering you on, encouraging you to give the last bit of energy you had to complete it. I remember first getting started and having an interview with one of the trainers. Their job was to teach you the way it would all work and then to talk with you about your goals. For example, you may want to lose weight to be able, or to be able to lift a certain amount of weight. I remember the surprise when I recorded my goal. It was not to get injured. I'd already injured myself in my shoulder and I had some other physical limitations as well. It seemed pretty strange to have that as a goal. You see, I knew working out would help me get healthier. But little did I know how helpful the tribe would actually be. But there was always a limitation. I'll tell you what it was. It was my diet. I could work out on a great schedule each week, but if my diet remained the same, well then, I'd continue to struggle getting healthier. Here's our text for today. Paul says, Such regulations, like the law, indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Now, Paul is talking about the ways the Christians in Colossae were being distracted from the gospel. What were they doing? Well, first we've learned that they were returning to the law as the measure of their lives. They were wandering away from grace. It seemed like wisdom to channel their efforts toward doing the law but they were getting things the wrong way around. We think that greater obedience opens the way to a stronger faith. But Paul says it's faith that opens the way, the ways of living to us. Here's Paul describing the way it works elsewhere. This is Titus 2, 1, 2, I'm sorry, 11 to 12. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Now, did you hear that wording? He said it's the grace of God that teaches us our new way of life. It says God's love is poured into our lives that brings about the real change we need. Or put very simply elsewhere, Paul says, Through Him, that's Jesus, we have received grace and apostleship to call all the nations to the obedience that comes from faith. That's Romans chapter 1, verse 5. But did you hear those words? The obedience that comes from faith. Yes, obedience, our new life, comes from faith from beginning to end. But here's the danger. We think that regulations can change the heart, and they just can't do that. Now, there are two major reasons for this. 
First, the law cannot provide the ability to do what it commands. It does not empower us to do what it requires. So Paul tells us that it lacks any value in restraining our sin. It provides a standard for sure, but it cannot help us get there. Why not? Well, the law and all its regulations cannot work where our life flows from. It cannot change our hearts any more than all the exercising I did at the gym could change my diet. But the second thing is that it it encourages me to trust my own effort rather than trusting in God. That's what the law does. It doesn't lead me to repentance and to a crying out for grace. It leads me to try harder, to promise I will do better next time. So you can see why Paul is warning the church. He says it has the appearance of wisdom, it looks like it's going to help you, and it seems to be the right thing to do in the way to God. But quite the opposite is true. If I look there rather than Christ, at the very least it will be a distraction, keeping me from developing a greater dependence on God's grace. At the worst, it will stir up pride in my behavior, or on the other side, a resignation because I can't possibly keep the law. Now let me tell you what happened at Iron Tribe. Thankfully, I didn't get hurt. I enjoyed the supportive environment for working out. But my trainer had it right. My diet had to change for me to really get healthy. And that's true for each of us. And I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about learning to feed every day on Christ and to rest in what Jesus has done for us. How can we do that? I really think we need to preach the gospel to ourselves every day. We have to remind ourselves that we are loved by God and that Christ has all we need for life and godliness. This is the way to flourishing. Would you pray together with me? Loving God, You pursue us faithfully with your loving kindness. You're the merchant in search of jewels. When you find the pearl of great price, you sell everything you have to get it. And you've done this for us, giving up your only Son that you might pour your love into our lives. Help us to walk in this, to walk in your love today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.